You know what that means. On a Thursday, I chat with my friend and Kaneba County Sheriff, Brian Smith. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. <laughs> He's eating breakfast <laughs> this morning. It's all right. You can... You can down that, uh, you know, English muffin. It's all good. No, he's not having an English muffin. Giving him a bad time. Before we get in this morning, and Brian, and talk a little bit, we'll do our calls for service and all that in a moment. But you made a good point when you came in. Uh, you did notice it's a little foggy this morning. Yep. You know, we had yesterday's temp was 28. This morning it's in the 40s, and we've had that rain. And there's definitely kind of a foggy, misty feel out there. What'd you notice on your uh, driving? And I would say it. We're talking. It was a heavy fog. Yeah, um, in some spots. And you know, the sun's poking through, and it's going to burn it off relatively quick. But I um, just on my way in, you know, I came up to an intersection, and I was about ready to go, and um, I was I was off the brake and starting to go, starting to put my foot on the gas, and boom, there's a car just like that. Wow. And it had its headlights on. Okay. So the rest of the way to town, I'll bet 50% of the vehicles I passed did not have their headlights on. And uh, you can't see. People mm-hmm. can't see you, uh, especially when people are stopped at intersections waiting to turn. So make sure you turn those headlights on. And not the running lights, okay. the headlights. That's the difference That's there. what – running lights do not burn through fog. Only headlights do. It's that white, bright light. Mm-hmm. Um, so – just uh, just a reminder out there, and I, you know, some were older vehicles, some were brand new vehicles, and they didn't have their lights on, and I don't know, I don't, I don't understand, but I know my own vehicles, the lights are on all the time. I got a hard time trying to turn them off. Well, I was going to say because I think mine, I know, you know, I have it set on auto, so it kind of right. just does its thing, you know, for right. the most part, and so I'm assume, I guess I shouldn't assume, but I'm assuming it's it, the lights are on during that time because maybe right. that's part of it. Is it depends on the vehicle? Uh, Could yeah, it? yeah, and you need to know your vehicle because some of those right. settings are are different. Uh, you can have them set on auto, and there might be enough ambient light that the sensor thinks it's that's light what out I'm wondering. And maybe I'm doing that. that it's yeah. the visibility is not good. So okay. yeah, you got to be aware of that, and and your auto lights, you know, you can have running lights on, but you have nothing to the rear. Okay. So you have no tail lights. So I'm just so used to going in the morning. It's been dark, 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 dark for right. about 17 months, right? right? It right. feels so like yours are on. Mine are on right. in the morning because it's it's dark for the right. most part still. Although we're starting to have that light in the morning when Anything I leave the work. Anything after seven, you're yeah. it's going to be it should be light enough right. that your auto lights are probably turning off. So, so be you aware remember, of that. Rain, sleet. Anytime your windshield wipers are on, your headlights need to be on. Fog. If there's any any type of uh, restricted visibility your headlights need to be on that's a really good point to bring up and today's a good example of that so that's why i thought we'd touch on that first this morning let's go and segue over talk a little bit about the calls for service what have you guys been up to this past week well (coughs) it looks somewhat normal um uh, about 250 calls for service that's kind of been our standard here for a little while um we had a uh Kind of a regular gamut of calls. Uh, you know, our suspicious calls were normal. You know, there's probably a dozen of those. Um, seemed to be a lot of uh, disorderly, unwanted harassment, assault, restraining order. That was kind of heavy. Um, so we we went to a lot of that this past week, um, which is unfortunate. Um, few theft things. Um, it, it's spring, so I, we're already starting to go to 
um, cabin thefts. So people that okay. have uh, cabin and camper, those kind of properties that were probably unattended most of the winter and unvisited. Mm-hmm. Um, people are showing up to open things up and they're finding things missing and stolen and, and whatnot. So that's that's been... That's been a normal spring thing since the day I started. So, and you'd like to think maybe there was enough snow, and you know, for those locations where maybe it's not, you know, a little less. It easy may have to cut down to. on some. Yep. Yep. But yep. still, here we are now. Most of that's starting right. to dissipate or is gone in most areas. Right. And now it's like, oh, in free range, we can get right in there. Right. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. The things, you know, properties are more accessible now. The the th- the properties that were more accessible during the heavy snow were probably more susceptible to that. To the yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. So the typical stuff. Yep. We had six new arrests. Um, couple DWIs. Uh, driving after canceled inimical to public safety. Um, domestic damage of property, and a few probation violations. Okay. So yeah, kind of the I I, <laughs> I hate to use this term but the usual suspects. Uh, yep, pretty much. And kinda, some of those were the usual suspects unfortunately, you know. Yep. And um, I and I was it's funny when you say usual suspects. I was thinking this morning actually because when I have my chats with Brian, I kind of free will the brain to to think of different things that I would think other people would kind of wonder about sometimes. Right. And we hear so much now about uh people who have been in jail before and they just keep getting arrested again. And you and I have kind of touched on this, and you hear it kind of as a national issue. How big of a problem is it for Connecticut County that you have kind of the same people getting into similar problems? I don't think it's any different in Connecticut County than, than it is around, any, that's other what I'm saying. any other county in the United States okay. has the same problem. And 90% of the crimes committed are by 10% of the people, the same 10%. And that's that's been that way since I was going to cop school. So really, it's not like it's a brand new last no. five years kind no. of thing. Okay, no. this is this is it's similar behavior, um, and we got that ten percent that just struggle finding their way to make good choices. Mm-hmm. And, and and so is it more the person that's been caught not making the changes they need to make or is the system itself if they're going up in front of a a judge let's say and i'm not picking on them either i'm just saying is it more the system itself isn't getting the the point across so to speak depending on what ends up being their what they have to do to serve their time or is it more just the person well by and large it's the person okay that's you know they're they're failing to they're failing to do what they need to do to be accountable for their actions. And uh, I, I think most sheriffs out there right now have the, have the opinion that our courts aren't near harsh enough. Um, there, there is not enough accountability. They're not held accountable enough. Um, the slap on the wrist do nothing. Uh, and, and you see it. We see it in the, coming through the jail. Um, when there was accountability... They, don't, they they knew. They they didn't want to. There was some restraint there. And now some of that restraint has been removed because anybody can go spend a night at the jail and stand on the top of their head and uh, right because they know they're going to get out the next right. day. So, you know, unless you commit a, a very heinous crime. So I, I think that's something that needs to change. Um, I, we've been, the sheriffs in the state have been very vocal about that. 
Um, I think most police chiefs around the state have been vocal about that, but uh, so far I think it's uh, falling on deaf ears. Okay, well we'll hope that will get better. I mean, we are the res- we are the the experts in the field, right? You're dealing and, with it, and yeah. we we've a lot of us have been around a while, and mm-hmm. we've seen a lot, and and we understand people, we know people, um, you know, in generalities, right? No. And um, we've seen things that work and seen things that don't work, and right now, I I don't think we're on a on a path that is working. So that's it, and it is going to be something that they just. You guys are, you know, they're so dri- driven by data. Everyone is these yes. days, right? right? Every, I don't care where you work, what you do, data is the key. Right. And so you guys really are the data. So I'm hoping, you know what I mean? You we have- are. We are. We have the data. We have the we have the experience. Um, unfortunately, there are those that are making those decisions that they don't. Um, they don't have that experience, and they haven't walked in our shoes. They haven't seen what we saw. Um, and uh, they're making decisions based on their emotional experience, what they see in the fake news and, and whatever else goes on out there. Um, and they don't, they feel they can't listen for whatever reason to the resident experts because that's not what they want to hear. Yeah, I, I, I get it. So yeah. hopefully that's something that will change. We'll... It, it will eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no doubt. Uh, the pendulum always comes back to the middle and right now it's way outside and it'll come back we'll we'll keep our we'll say hopefully sooner than later yes. but uh, yeah. it is you know it is what it is and and we deal with it the best that we can and we try and find solutions that work to keep uh, keep the public safe and we we are always looking for new ideas and new options to sure alter those that criminal behavior especially when it's repeat 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 that's something you want to look at for sure and you know repeat offenders is nothing new right Um, no i realize that but it's in the past it was slowed down significantly because you that offender would be either they changed their ways or they would be in custody where they couldn't do any more harm right and uh that's the piece that we're missing right now Yep, we'll see what they can do going forward on that. Yeah. And the other story that was just in the news recently, and I thought, Brian, it would be nice if you would just kind of mention it. Uh, Eric had in the news the other day that there was a, a body found in Kanabic County, kind of a nice Santee County uh, side note to that. Do you want to just kind of share the info on that? Yeah, so that really a, a sad situation. But, um, you know, earlier this winter in February, actually, um, we had a vehicle that went off the roadway and the, the person walked away from their vehicle. And we actually had the person walking through somebody's camera in their yard. and But they didn't come to the house for help. <clears throat> they actually went past a couple houses and where people were, you know, present. Um, but they didn't go for help. So, you know, we looked for the person at that time, you know, tracks were lost, you know, in the winter and on a snowy road and um, we didn't have anything further to go on at that particular point in time and made the assumption that they probably get picked up by somebody because that's usually what happens and people go in the ditch and a lot of times they go in the ditch because they're under the influence of something so they certainly don't want to have any contact with us. Um, and you know, they'll call for a ride and somebody comes and picks them up. And so anyways, uh, that person was an Isani County resident 
and they were reported missing. And so we've been between Isani County and Canabic County because we're the last known right point place so to speak. where that yeah. person was. Um, uh, we began a search in that area, and uh, we ended up finding them um, out in the woods. And they walked into the woods, and uh, there was the. We have preliminary results back on an autopsy, and there is no indication of any violence Foul at play all. or anything. Um, but the, the final autopsy is pending in toxicology, and um, there, there was presence of uh, chemicals. Um, okay. So there's, there's probably a factor of some sort of under-the-influence factor in there, um, but we won't know until... Uh, we get the finals on that. Sure. Okay. I just thought it was important just to mention because, again, in the news and you're here today, yep. gives just a little more detail of kind of what happened with that yeah. that we do know at this point. At least family can get some Absolutely. level of closure. You know, they don't have to wonder. Yes, you know, I can't even imagine. You know, the whys, you know, we can't answer that right now. Right. Um, and, and that might not be answered at all. Um, only only that person knows why they chose to do what they what they did that night. Sure. So. Yeah. Yeah. A tough one for sure. Yeah, sad deal for sure. Especially um, for family and friends. And but like you say, some closure there, which is always a good thing. Yes. Yes. Well, my dear, uh, if there isn't any, is there anything else we needed to touch on this morning? Boy, I think we covered it. <laughs> we went from <laughs> from fog, calls for service, <laughs> right. things maybe need to change a little, and then a pretty important story at the end there, yeah. too. So, yeah. good deal. I, You know, I always appreciate your time, Brian, and I look forward. I think next week I saw a 60 in the forecast, so maybe when you're in next week, we can really knock it up into that. Sounds, maybe spring is finally here. Sounds pretty balmy. Well... <laughs> We'll keep our fingers crossed. Well, like I said, we're in our <laughs> we're in our summer uniform, so spring's here. We, we once that happens, yeah, we've we've uh, we've made that decision, so it's here. It's so. good. Well, that's <laughs> it, it, my big thing at home when Fred quits wearing long johns. <laughs> Because he starts wearing oh, them man. usually I, in October. We quit doing that back in February. Oh, my gosh. No, he's <laughs> right through, just about through April this year. So I know it's summer when he's not wearing those anymore. Okay. So good good hope there all the way along. Right. Brian Smith, Kanebic County Sheriff, I always appreciate your time. And this update is brought to you by our friends at Bozeman Newton Insurance.